Are you an entrepreneur feeling stuck right now? On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the most common reason why entrepreneurs have difficulty getting traction and get stuck. So hopefully this is helpful. Tune in. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast where once a week I try to leave a stone in your shoe or maybe leave something with you that you find encouraging or inspiring if you're going through a bit of a difficult time. Certainly, there is no shortage of difficult moments right now in the midst of uh, this COVID pandemic and the market and things that don't make sense, like I don't know how the stock market is going up when 30% of people are stuck at home. Doesn't make any sense to me. There's lots of stuff that doesn't make any sense, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about it and trying to understand it for months and who knows, maybe even years to come. But there's not much that I can do about any of that. What I can do is try to share with you some of the things that I am learning and discovering as I interact with entrepreneurs and run a couple of businesses uh, with some really great teams that uh, that I'm fortunate enough to be uh, partnered up with. So uh, before I get going, I always like to say thank you for the kind comments and text messages and emails that I get. Uh, sometimes they come at just just the right moment. You know, I might be talking with somebody um, or about to talk to somebody and they'll just say, Hey, you know, Dylan, I was listening to your podcast the other week. And, uh, that thing that you said was really helpful. Or, uh, that thing that you said got me thinking because I hadn't really considered the way you presented it. So anyway, it does wonders for my ego. <laughs> and if you know me, you know that that, uh, really doesn't matter. I do enjoy, uh, doing this. I enjoy the fact that, uh, at least someone is getting value out of this and, these days, there seem to be there seems to be lots of someone's. So that's great. So I keep doing it, and uh, even if I wasn't getting that kind of feedback, I would probably continue to do it. So uh, this week's topic, it's not what you think, comes from as recently as this morning, and and uh, actually even this afternoon. Uh, just was a rem- I was reminded of how I take for granted. Um, sort of the trials and the tribulations that I've had to go through in my in my couple of decades uh, learning how to be an entrepreneur and bring people and resources together to take advantage of an opportunity, yada, yada, yada. And I was faced with, uh, with that today as I was listening to some folks uh, try to um, figure out how to solve a problem that they were having, a sales and marketing problem. And as I was talking through uh, kind of my opinion, I thought that might be something worth sharing on the podcast, which I've shared before, but I think it's very timely to share it again today. And I was reminded of it again when when I was chatting with uh, somebody that I was looking for help from uh, today. So kind of the general thesis goes something like this. As entrepreneurs, we have a product or products or services that we offer to customers for sale. And we hope that the way we've priced it um, and the value that's, that they are getting for the price that they are paying uh, kind of all works out and, and we're able to generate uh, revenue. In these trying times, it has become obvious to entrepreneurs that haven't done maybe enough work uh, in understanding that, yes, they've got a product and a service. Yes, customers historically have paid for it. But in this current marketplace, customers 
uh, entrepreneurs rather, have to do a little bit more work, in my opinion, to try and understand why customers are taking advantage or have taken advantage of their product or service in the past. I think it's easy for entrepreneurs to forget, and I am guilty. I am the most guilty of forgetting about this because I like shiny things and uh, I tend to uh, be very dismissive of things that other people would find very helpful. And in this context, people pay for solutions. Customers pay for solutions. And that sounds, uh, that sounds um, so common And you've probably heard it a thousand times, but if you were challenged in front of a group of people to respond to the problem that your business solves for its customers through the product or service that you offer, could you give a really great answer that anybody could understand? When entrepreneur, in my experience... When I feel frustrated and when I feel like I'm not getting any traction from a sales and revenue perspective, I often have learned or discovered that it isn't a problem with the product or service. It's a problem with how I am speaking about that product or service in front of potential customers or if I'm looking to get more business in front of existing customers. Customers will pay to have solutions. The product or service is simply the mechanism for delivering that solution. And there isn't a product or service in the world. I mean, maybe that's hyperbole, but there probably isn't a product or service in the world that people buy just because it's a product or a service. Uh, they buy it for the, for the solution um, that it provides to the problems that they're having. And when I am looking to get traction, I have to go back and try to understand, A, where do I fit in the marketplace, whatever business I might be working with um, or or trying to assist. First step is to try and understand where are we in the marketplace? Are we the leader or are we not the leader? And if we're not the leader, then is, uh, first of all, why is that? Is it a demand problem? Is it a supply problem? Is it a pricing problem? Uh, where, where, what specifically is that problem? And then, um, if I'm not, if, if, if we're not the leader, what do we need to do to begin picking away and pulling customers away from the leader? And sometimes it can be, uh, communication. Sometimes it can be, um, transparency and how you administer or, or do the accounting for the particular product or service that you offer. Um, other times, most times, it's, it all attributes to the experience that you're able to provide your customers. And I've gotten some pushback um, on that comment about experience because it seems a little bit foreign to many entrepreneurs uh, who may, may have a bit of a personality like mine where, you know, one plus one equals two, things are black and white. Look, it does this, buy it. Or we offer this, take advantage of it. But it's much more nuanced and delicate than that, even if your customers would never would never say it because it happens subconsciously, I think. But people pay for solutions. And, and no matter what product or service you're providing, it has to be spoken of and presented in the context of it being a solution. Uh, I was faced with an opportunity today to listen to an entrepreneur that has, uh, by all definitions, a pretty plain product. Um, there's nothing terribly unique about it. Uh, the product itself looks and feels like many other products in the marketplace. But this particular entrepreneur realized that um, in order for us to move our product, we have to be able to 
uh, do some other things that go along with offering our product to the marketplace. And in this particular case, it was a little bit of, of work uh, to help their customers, um, you know, kind of solve a problem related to the product, but not directly involved with the product. I know in a construction business that I'm a part of, one of the um, one of the ancillary pieces of value that we were able to provide um, to a customer recently that helped uh, secure a contract for us was again, it's a pretty straightforward business in terms of the service that we provide. However. Transparency was something that our competitors are not very good at providing. And it just so happens that the kind of system that we use to manage our daily workflow could be opened up so that a um, our customer could see in real time what we were doing. And the particulars of this contract uh, rec- um had a high requirement for transparency because we were being uh, brought in to help support um, a problem. And the problem uh, stemmed from a lack of communication and transparency. And so when we came along and said, look, we, we do the same thing, but this is what we can add to the mix. Uh, the problem we can solve for you is to give you the transparency that you need while delivering the service that you're asking for. And all of a sudden that opened up some new dialogue. So if what I just said in the last minute or two didn't doesn't resonate with you, then um, you might need to sit back or you might want to sit back. Um, if you're not getting sales, by the way, if you're feeling stuck, you might want to sit back and go, okay, what problem am I solving for my customers? Okay, am I the only one doing that? Is there someone that does it better than me? If there's someone that does it better than me, what do I need to be doing? Um, and I probably need to be looking at it through a different lens. Um, is there something... Uh, that interacts with my product or service that I could also provide as a way of doing a better job at solving the problem that my customers are having. In some cases, it might be some design work, as an example. So uh, your particular product or service might help um, um, solve a problem for your customers, but kind of everyone's doing that, or there's some, some key companies in the marketplace that are doing that that you compete with. But maybe stepping... Uh, back in the decision process with your, you know, putting on your, your customer hat for a minute and saying to yourself, uh, before our particular product or service gets used, is there something that happens before that, that if it was available to us, wow, that would really, that would really give us a competitive advantage and it would, it would help, uh, it would make it easier. It would, it would do a better job of solving our customer's problem compared to what we do now. So, uh, when I say it's not what you think, what I mean by that is it's not your product or your service. As an entrepreneur, it's easy to forget that. The people aren't buying your product or your service. They're buying the solution to, to a problem that they have. And so if you're feeling stuck, like you can't get any movement, it's COVID, things are really bad, people don't want to spend money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are, there are more hurdles to overcome today, but the base um, beneath those hurdles is still exactly the same. Customers will buy based on the solution that you provide and and your ability to articulate it like that and do a better job at solving your customer's problem than your competitors is going to help you get some traction and begin, uh, excuse me, begin seeing some movement. So I don't know where that lands uh, with you today. I do know that it was part of a conversation I even found myself having just a few hours ago. I was looking for uh, a web developer, and uh, I've been, you know, trying to find one for weeks. You know, I'm a, you know, I have kind of an, um, 
I'm a difficult guy. I'm a difficult guy uh, to please when it comes to to spending money and getting value from money. I'm probably the worst. Uh, so trying to find a web designer has been incredibly painful. But I was chatting with a fellow this afternoon, and it just became apparent again as he was sort of talking me through. Uh, how he would solve my problem. He wasn't talking about his service as much as he was uh, walking me through uh, some questions, some things I hadn't thought about. Um, I had kind of thought my scope of work was, you know, um, you know, four or five things. He was able to show me how it was those four or five things, but there were some other things that went along with it that I hadn't considered. And I pride myself on being a, a know-it-all. And so it was nice to and refreshing to see someone challenge my thinking, not in a in a negative way, but from a value proposition way in terms of him, he, he really understood the problem I was trying to solve, uh, not wanting to spend a bunch of money, but wanting to get a lot of value. And so he was able to figure out how to do that. So just reminded me again, that it's not what you think. It isn't the product or the service that you deliver to the marketplace. It really is the solution um, or the problem that you're solving for your customers through your product or service. And so when entrepreneurs are banging their head on the wall because they say, ah, sales aren't moving and sales aren't working and it's not, you know, sales aren't what we want them to be. It's probably because you're focused on selling the product or the service. You're not focused on selling the solution that your product or service delivers. And again, I know it's super obvious, but I find it so easy to forget that and um, just get kind of stuck in the forest again, uh, stuck in the weeds. And um, I thought that was worthy of sharing on this week's episode of Dylan's podcast. So that either threw a stone in your shoe, maybe it gave you some encouragement, a way to um, figure out maybe how to reposition yourself uh, in today's marketplace. Um, You know, you might have a really big sales funnel, you might find you're having a hard time closing. So it merits having a conversation about how do we show our customers Um, the solution to their problem to move them through the funnel. If you're having a hard time getting people into the funnel, then again, that requires revisiting how you present um, your solution to the marketplace through how you speak about it, through how you present it, through how people interact with you who have never met you before. And, uh, And this is not, you know, this is an art, not a science. And all I was hoping to do today was to um, maybe pull on a on a heartstring of an entrepreneur that's incredibly frustrated because they do have an opportunity to generate revenue right now and they just can't seem to get there. And um, you know, it's easy to blame COVID. It's easy to blame what's happening in the marketplace. And I'm certainly certainly not suggesting to downplay that. However, if you like I believe that this is the market we're going to have for quite some time, then you got to figure this stuff out. And so. Today, I'm trying to offer up a solution, which is to say, spend a lot more time focused on the solution that your product or service provides, not on selling your product or your service. And if you need some help talking through that, I'm a pretty easy guy to get a hold of, would love to do it, text, call, send an email, connect on LinkedIn, whatever the case might be, but uh, you don't need to stay stuck. We can, we can get through it uh, together. So if you thought this was valuable, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, you like it, share it. Tell someone about it um, because that's how it gets legs and gets in front of other entrepreneurs that could probably benefit from what gets shared on this podcast. So thanks uh, again for your support and your kind words. And uh, I hope that this podcast was valuable and that you tune in next week.